This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Pie in the Sky Media. This series contains adult language and descriptions of graphic violence throughout. Listener discretion is advised. Two, one. Well, that was weird. Okay. That's what it's like when you make comments like that. We're trying to work. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're going to work. Welcome back, Murder Chronicles Nation. Boy, you're coming in hot tonight. To another bonus episode. My name's Brandon. I produce the show alongside the great Carolyn Osorio. Now, I often say we don't deserve her, but yet she spends time with us every week. And here's what I mean by that. I'm not exaggerating. One of the great things about working with Carolyn is that I get to look good standing next to her because she gets people like today's guest to talk to her and to share their experience with her because Carolyn is a trustworthy actual journalist and not just some talking douchebag like me. So Carolyn, I appreciate you allowing me to participate in your world um, because people like Mac, I just adore and she's terrific. And being able to comment on uh, on an episode where she was so awesome to listen to, uh, I just feel very lucky, so thank you. You're, you're welcome. But if I was trying to prove my point, I'm not going to prove it anymore. But if I were to gush on you the way you gush on me, like, I feel like you, you deserve it. I don't. OK, we. All right. I'm going to leave it here because I know you're going to start getting into some kind of spiral out into calling me a dirty liar or something like that. I would never. <laughs> and, like, I would and it would be never. like the same vitriol of like me with my um, How dare stranger. You? How you know, dare. you'd be like, dirty, dirty liar. How you know, oh, meaning your your weird prejudice against drifters? Is that what you're talking about? No, it's the same weird prejudice against compliments. You just can't take it. But And it's always fun to like poke that bear, but you I wouldn't take it be to su- another level. I wouldn't be surprised if you've murdered a drifter. That's how much. You know what? Come to Seattle and get in my neighborhood and I will, you'll find out. Um, So seriously. So, uh, uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, every word I, I, you are able to engender this, this respect and this professional, uh, kind of courtesy from, from really wonderful people in their profession. And, uh, it's just great for the show. And, um, and it's just a testament to to your work ethic and to your integrity and to your you know overall you know awesomeness. So thank you. We all benefit well, from you. it. Thank You're you. welcome. And so Mac, Cheryl McCollum, uh, I I with her without that syrupy Southern drawl, I can't tell how old she is. But uh, if she's single, <laughs> let me know. Uh, <laughs> I absolutely feel the same way. You know what? I mean, I just love to, yeah. and I, I have to stop myself every time from 
because I can't do accents at all. I won't even try. But for whatever reason, when I get around people doing accents, I start talking like that. And so <laughs> it's just. Really- oh, you know what? I, I, I didn't I didn't pick up on that or I would 100 percent be breaking your balls about it. You didn't start you know, adopting your accent in the episode to the point where I picked up on it anyway. Because I have to stop myself because believe me, I want to be like, you're my Georgia peach. I just want to. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Oh I have done gosh. that with her in the past and I stop myself because it's such a serious topic. And it's just weird because I'm sure living in Georgia, people are always like, yeah, she's called me a Georgia peach. Like I'm oh. sure. Uh, and I just, but, but, but I feel the same that like you, I, I just really enjoy talking to her and I love her yeah. perspective and, and how she's able to, I think that what we both are attracted to is her ability to tell a story. No, 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 no. What I'm attracted to her in her is she's a, she's an action woman. She loves the action. She just wants to get in there and do shit. Like when you're like, what were you feeling when they were doing all the stuff? She goes, I wish I was right in the middle of it. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, you do. Right. <laughs> she wanted to be pulling prints and taking statements and like going through the carpet fibers and shit. Right. That she's an action person, like right there. One, like yeah. a doer wants to get shit done. Yeah. And yeah. I dig that. I really, really yeah. dig that. Um, and, uh, and she's such a student of the human condition, or, or I would say of the, of the broken human condition, maybe, right? Like she, it seems like she really loves digging into motivation and, and trying to, to put together really macabre, like puzzle pieces in those broken psyches of murderers and stuff. And, you know, and she was like, well, think about it. Right. You know, like a man will tell you what he wants. And I, I, I took a little bit of offense to that a woman won't tell you what they want. Only a man is so easy to read. Right. The whole golf analogy that she made. You better get it. Oh, yeah. right? okay. I was like, of course, I was like, yeah, I know. Women exactly. show that I shit, too. She said, I love how she said, honey, you know what you're going to be, what he's going to be doing on Saturday. On Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You I know, it. So, and- yeah. But I think that that made sense to me when when she talked about the 276 guns. The guns, it's like, of course. Yes, you're right. He's showing you what he's important. about. Yeah, he's right. showing you what he's about. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, like that's his that's his thing. You know. Were you surprised um, to hear about the guns? I had known that there were a lot of guns, but I didn't know there were that many guns. And you know, and 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 she was, and and Mac was like, I would have called an ATF you know, to get cataloging all those, because it's not just like, oh, it looks like a 30 cow. No, you got to know. And there's serial numbers and there's ammunition and there's all that. And, you know, and all of that stuff needs to be cataloged. Um, so that was weird um, about, about him. The, the cement gun vault um, I didn't know about, like that was interesting and, yeah. and, and weird. Very uh, weird. Yeah. Very weird. And how he took time off to build it himself he's an architect yeah and and i was cool and she kept like almost like kind of she was reminding herself like you almost got into a little bit of max thought process here like you know he's an architect his that's how his brain's going to work right in an organized kind of structural kind of way um Mm -hmm. and uh and so but but tell me more i mean about your experience with it because you were you were having a lot of fun with her on the phone and that was it was really interesting to listen to um, well, I, what I like, as I've said this before, being a, I f- find myself a student of human behavior. I always have been, I have to stop myself. Like when I, we go on trips or we do stuff, like I can't, 
I've got to turn my brain off to stop people watching and stop trying to figure out what what's going on. Yeah. And so getting in her brain about thinking, okay, well, not only is it about the 276 guns and then cataloging them and doing all that, but then also like that's evidence that they can pursue other leads to find possibly other victims by, by, you know, going to those gun shops and talking to the people that, that sold him the guns, like where was he and how that maps out and the enormity of this case, like just in that one example, it just is like, wow, this is really going to be a long time coming, you know, before they, they take it to trial and just, there's just so much, I don't envy them at all, you know? No, but Mac does. <laughs> she does. I know. I was exhausted when she started explaining like these guns and cataloging them. And well, I'm like, I, and I, I like, you know, when because I saw this, I read this great article. Hold on. I, I don't want to lose my train of thought here. Hold on. Um, and then uh, this amazing article I just read that like it, it's one of those things where, I don't know, maybe I'm an idiot, but it really kind of blew my mind. And they both were focused around World War II, how um, infantry were issued a newly designed helmet in World War II. Because, like, after World War One in the trenches, people were getting their fucking heads blown off all the time, right? So, like, here's a new kind of helmet. And then what people were noticing was that hospitals were overrun with head injuries, Okay, during World War II. And people are like, what the fuck is going on? We issued these new helmets. Why are we having all of these head injuries? Like ton, like 10 times more head injuries than they would ever have before. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't figure it out for a long time. And then it took one like critical thinker to come in and say, because the helmets are fucking working and they're saving people's lives. Normally, these would all be DOAs on the fucking battlefield. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the helmets are working. And so it's like, oh shit like shifting that kind of thought, right? And then the other one was these uh, aviation engineers were were looking at the planes that were coming back, the war planes that were coming back from these runs, right? These bombing runs. Mm-hmm. And they all like marking where all the bullet holes were and the bullet holes on the leading edge of the wings, bullet holes all over the tail, Right. And they're like, well, that's where we need to reinforce these planes. We got to reinforce the wings, reinforce the tail. And then again, another guy comes and goes, no, 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 no. No, we don't. Those parts are fine. We need to reinforce all of the other parts because that's where the planes that don't make it back are getting hit. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just a completely different way of thinking. I went, oh, fuck. That that's like bad. Malcolm Gladwell. You know, that's kind sure, of- Sure, just a, a new- of- a fresh perspective, yeah. right? Yes. Right. And the way we think of things is not always the right way to think of it. Right. Yeah. And I had a very small moment like that in this episode um, when you were like with the guns, I sure he's a gun collector, but none of the victims had gunshots. So he obviously wasn't using the guns. And she's like, maybe he was. Maybe that's what he was using to make them comply until they were handcuffed. And then she said something really scary. She goes, and then the rest is easy. I went, oh, Jesus. That's tough to hear, but I so he know. probably was using guns, but I wouldn't have, but you know, I wouldn't have thought of it because, well, no gun wounds. My dumb ass would be like, ah, well, that's not the murder weapon, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean he wasn't using a gun. 
And then her point of the fact that they don't know what they're looking for, like the burlap sacks, like they right. wouldn't have known if they were just going through somebody's house, you're looking for the bloody knife, you're looking for, you know, this incriminating evidence that we think, but in this case, look for those belts, look for the burlap yeah. sacks, look for, you know what I mean? Like they don't know what they're looking for and they're going to have to go through all of it to find it out. And right. hear um, Mac tell it, she would have taken everything. She would have dug up the fucking yard. She was taking the, the, the fucking cat. She would have taken everything that she could. Right? I just love the thing with the two by four when she's like, well, you prop your house up with a two by, you know, I mean, it's just it's like, you can't, you can't, what do you, this character? I'm just like, I love you. Yeah. So much. What I love about it is that also, uh, you know, oftentimes, you hear like, oh, you're giving me too much credit or I never would have thought of that. And Max seems the opposite. Maybe it's the investigative training that she's not worried about giving someone too much credit. Okay. And so like with the seven cell phones, okay. Mm -hmm. Like I knew a guy in LA years ago who had like six or seven cell phones because he was a, a, a party promoter, a club promoter, right? So that was just his black book. He just had all these phones and his thing was, if you pay me in five hours, I'll have a thousand people show up at your club. Right. Like that, that was his thing. Cause he had all these numbers in these phones. Right. Yeah. 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 But she was like, she took it a little step, a step different. And she mentioned like all of my old stomping ground. She said, you know, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, like all of these States. I'm like, Oh yeah, absolutely. But she goes each phone. What if each phone was for each different region? So when the call came in, he knew exactly where it was. She goes, so the person isn't going, well, where are you? Well, you know where I'm at. Why would you want to meet me here tomorrow if you didn't know where I'm calling? Right, you know? Yeah, so yeah. That and we know that he put time and energy and effort into, yeah. into the victims that he chose. Allegedly, that, sorry. I should, I should be adding allegedly every second. Yeah, but I mean, like the one thing where he almost got in a fight with her roommate, um, right. I think it was uh, Costello, mm-hmm. and 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 he was coming back that's how they he identified the truck and and they were like you know why the detectives i was reading an article today and he's like why the detectives didn't come back and talk to me or why this wasn't enough like he was mad about it which of course i can understand because he was yeah. like it's the truck but yeah. it shows that he he wasn't like a gary ridgeway where gary ridgeway would cruise and then find you know a vulnerable person and then he he knew what he was doing you know it sounds like um Hewerman was definitely, well, allegedly, you know, cruising for victims, but also using these cell phones to build a connection with them. And then allegedly called the loved one of one to torment them. That was another thing about what she said to me that I was like, you know, she's not afraid to let you know what she thinks he's doing, you know? Yeah. Like she thinks there's more. She said something scary too. She said, no one generally you don't start killing in your forties. Right. That was a, that was like, Ooh, man. So where are all of these other victims? Well, and serial killers, um, you know, in that interview with Peter Vronsky, you know, he said that they start at 28, I guess is the kind of quote unquote magic number. Right. So, so we could have, we could have 20 years of bodies on this guy. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Right. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so, so Mac, this is obviously what what really like really gets her going, right? Like this, you could hear like the the not 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 excitement, just the interest in her voice, the professional kind of interest in in her voice. 
and and how it's just eating her up that she's that she's watching this from the sidelines, you know, because she'd love to she'd love to jump in there, but um, and then she got a little, she got a little risque, right? Like it was weird to hear her say he was dragging off. That's what I was saying. She's not <laughs> afraid. To... I was like, did I hear that? I don't feel like I, I know. Me too. Anybody. I don't think I've heard of anybody refer to somebody jacking off in quite quite some time. It's just like, did she just say that? Is that just, you know, is that? This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You did now. No, did you? Were you? It seemed like you were leading her to that to try and get her to say, Yeah, okay. But I'm like, Carolyn fucking knows what she's talking about. Why are you trying to make. This, 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 you know, this nice Southern bell, like get all dirty in your dirty, dirty Seattle world. That's not how shit is in Louisiana. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <Healthy. laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought you were going, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> no, no. I basically, like when she led me there to the truck, with yeah. the computers and the cell phones, like yeah. I wanted to know what she thought. And if you're going to lead me there, you got to go. You got to finish. Whoa. That's nope. not what I meant. You better finish. I mean, <laughs> I, I just, I just felt like the idea of him sitting in his truck for three hours. I know. Like, it's creepy. Would that be in the neighborhood? Yeah, and so. Go to your office. Go, I mean, Jesus. Go right. in the concrete go cell. In your, go in your cement fucking gun safe, dude. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do you ever want to say to her, like, just for me, just one time, just say cement? <laughs> no, because I love cement. So I do love- I. But I mean, I don't, it would be, I'm still like, be so cool said- hearing her say it's cement. That would just be cool. <laughs> um. I just felt like I could see why she gets passionate about it because when you have the the breadth of knowledge and she works with like tons of experts with her uh, organization, her nonprofit that she that she does. I think it's like CSI. I'm the name is cold, me right the now, cold but, case place. Right, but a, like, yeah. like I've worked with her with a guy who was a handwriting expert and like mm. she has all these. She's a connector. She like connects people to mm. experts. And I think that along the way, I'm sure she's obviously picked up like so many, you know, so much knowledge. And and I just feel like when you have so much to contribute, it's like, of course you want to be in it. Of course you want, yeah. it's like a detective watching another case and you have ideas and, and this is a huge case. So it totally makes sense to me that she's 
kind of jonesing over being in it because you know this is going to be you know the trial of the century you know there's no question i mean unless he yeah. somehow pleads guilty mm -hmm. and yeah you know and, and it's it out there i wonder if those experts like you ever read the uh the hannibal lecter novels um i i think i read one well, who's the author harrison Harrison, yes so in one of them i think I, I forget which one uh the one when they're in Rome, um, they uh, Hannibal Lecter is sending letters and, and whatever. And when they get a letter that they know is from him, it goes in the book anyway, it goes through all of these levels at Quantico, right? Like there's latent prints, there's fiber, there's all this. And then there's the 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 smell people, mm -hmm. right? That, mm -hmm. that they're in like a hermetic whatever room sealed off. Mm -hmm. And there are some people who have this olfactory sense of like a dog, right? Where they could yeah. smell everything and they could identify all these different smells and they just sit there and they just, mm -hmm. they, like, they just, they just well, see yeah. what kind of, and they'll be able to tell what lotion he uses or what soap or what stuff in his hair or what was cooked in the room in which the letter was written. And I don't know if that's true or not, but if it is, I could do that shit because my nose, I could smell everything. You know, I think maybe back in the day they probably had that, but now I'm sure they could just put some CSI coating on it and they could basically like, oh, this is this, this is this, you know, the chemicals that they have on it. But I don't know. But I do know that they have that kind of stuff on cooking shows and then the perfumeries, you know, right. how they smell that. And it, yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely has that smell. So what makes you think that you have what? Because you could smell basil or something like what? Does <laughs> that make you an expert? can't smell basil no that's not what makes hey. me an expert i can okay. identify dozens of different women's fragrances i know okay. but have you done it have you done it blindfolded i could easily do it blindfolded yeah. why why women's fragrances why are you signaling out like is this like you trying to humble brag of like oh, no 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 because i worked i worked uh at the front door of a hotel for a really really like a really nice hotel for a really long time mm -hmm. and uh and I just got to know. Oh my God. I could just picture you up there in your little bellboy outfit and just being like, you smell, is that Chanel number That's five? not how I would do it. That's not how well, I would do it. What would you do? Because <laughs> that's how I imagine you doing it. No, 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 no. Like <clears throat> if the people came in often enough where there was a relationship formed, okay. <laughs> and then I would, and then we would just be talking Right. right. And, the, and the conversation would come up and I would say, well, that's a really nice perfume. Like, what is that? And then they would tell me, I'm like, oh, that's great. <clears throat> and then I would smell it on somebody else and I would just clock that. I'm like, I know. Okay. I know exactly what that is, but what it comes from, that's me trying to not really control, but to subdue kind of a bad thing is that there are so many smells that I'm susceptible to that give me migraines. Okay. Like really like hardcore like perfumey, like floral kind of stuff, chemical mm -hmm. stuff, like uh, like fabric softener smells, like those kind of like the fake smell good kind of stuff. Just yeah. I, I'll like I'm I'm out for like half the day, right? If I'm wow. surrounded by that for too long, right? So it's become like a defense mechanism, right? Where I smell it far enough away, like I'll be in the supermarket and I'm like, all right, one aisle over. There's some motherfucker who thinks that fabric softener is like high class and makes them smell good. So I got to go the other way, you mm -hmm. know, like I could totally tell. Um, and so I try to use that, 
that olfactory power for good. And I think Quantico might want to talk to me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So if you I, know I, anybody. So, okay. I'll, pa- I'll be sure to pra- pass that along. Yeah. All right. Great. Great. I'll be waiting for a call. So wait a second. I'm just curious. Has this happened your whole life or is this something recent where you have this intense migraines because of the scent? Yeah. Since I was, you know, teenager at least is when I first kind of put two and two together. It probably was happening sooner than that. It's not like some debilitating thing because I've got to be like, all right, if I'm like sitting next to someone on an airplane Mm -hmm. and I'm there for that long for like a cross country flight, I'll be, I'll be fucked up like for the day. But if it's like, you know, like 10 minutes or for like at a lunch or something, I'm able to go out and get some fresh air and it'll be fine. But if I'm exposed to it for longer than like an hour, it's a problem. Yeah. Like my wife knows it. My daughters know it. Like, they don't buy any scents or perfumes unless I'm with them. And I like, I okay it, you know, like I'm good, like citrus all day, all day. Citrus is awesome. Yeah, like essential oils are okay. It's the, the some of them, oils. some essential oils, some not okay. You don't like patchouli? What, what you got against? No, patchouli? Not, I don't like frankincense or patchouli, any of that nonsense. Um, lavender, too much lavender. People think lavender is great. It's not. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, for me anyway, but you know, um, I'm listen, I'm I'm complex, Carolyn. Okay. You know what? It didn't take you telling me about your migraines to fragrances to know that, but okay. All right. We all have our our, our issues. Okay. I get it. I just think that would be tough because I have allergies. And so it's like yeah, you yeah. know, it's I feel like it's that kind of same thing. That's what Where's I, it? that's exactly what, what I, I, I liken it to often when mm-hmm. people are like, what's the big fucking deal? <laughs> oh, you're allergic to Tide. I'm like, I'm not saying I'm allergic to anything. What <laughs> I'm just saying is you tell me you have a cat allergy. I'm not going to put my cat on your lap when you come to my house. Okay. <laughs> so just, I respect it. Just respect yeah, my I don't, I don't know why people have an issue with it because it's not like I love, I love animals, but I can't pet them. Like we have three cats and I don't pet them often because I have allergies, but we still have oh, them in the house. How could and you if I, do pet I pet the cats, but then I have to go wash my hands because I don't want to be touch like- touch your eye or whatever after you pet the dam. Yeah, like I literally am touching my eye because I pet my cat. And and so if I touch my eye and I don't, for, if I, if I don't yeah. wash my hands- then I have a problem. And, yeah. and so it's like, I get it. And, and people are like weirded out by that sometimes when you're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I can't, especially if it's like a really shaggy dog. Yeah, sure. I get it. You know, I Yeah, of course yeah. you get it, but I I'm just saying for whatever reason, oh. like people. My brother-in-law it. has sat outside for 15 years because my, he married my, you know, my wife's sister, her parents before they died, they had pets everywhere in their house. We have cats in our house. So yeah. whenever he's any at any family function at my house or the, I mean, he's, he's outside like the whole time I get it. And I don't, I don't bust his balls. I'm like, I fucking totally get it. My cat wakes me up rubbing her face, his face on my face every morning. It's awesome. Well, great. I'm so glad. I'm so happy. Yeah. You love that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, side detour. What oh, did sorry. You yes. Say? What did what? Do you have a note that you wrote down? No, no. The, 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 oh yes. So no, I went through them all. The no guns used but they probably were and the uh the seven phones for the different allegedly for the different uh areas in the northeast where he allegedly uh got his victims from i i i you know i i just like that kind of i read a book in high school called conceptual blockbusting right which teaches you different ways you know, like approaching problems 
differently and and to not be afraid to to give taboo answers right and one of them was so cool like there's a pipe buried three feet in the ground one foot of it is above ground two feet above ground and it's the exact circumference of a tennis ball of a ping pong ball you drop mm-hmm. the ping pong ball down the pipe and how do you get the ball ping pong ball out right and you have a, an array of tools right not really not an array but like you have like a coat hanger you have a hammer you've got a so you like a shovel like people like you dig the blah, 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 right and you know, and then the book is like, or you undo the coat hanger and you jam it. it. Doesn't say you can't break the ping pong ball, right? Stab it and pull it out. One of them was you piss into the pipe, right? And the ball will rise to the top. Like you can't be afraid of taboo answers if you're really into problem solving, you know? Um, yeah. Right. And so, you know, that's what I like about a lot of these kind of forensic minded people that you get talking to you about, you know, solving crimes. I think it's really interesting. So I, I completely agree. And I think that that this case we're going to see a lot like the doll, like when she was talking about the mm-hmm. doll that they carted out of there. It's like, what's up with that? You know, <laughs> it's, I mean, the, the stuff that's going to, the stuff that's going to come out from this mm-hmm. before it's over, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be really, really crazy. And, and I, think it's just the beginning. I do feel sorry for his family. Like I really like they're, I don't know why they want to take these shots. And I was looking at the wife shots and I think they're trying to purposely take the most horrible photos of mm. her ever. And just like how, I mean, I'm sure she had not, had no idea, you know, what, what he was up to. You're you know, sure based on what? Um, Just, I guess just anecdotally, like, I just feel like it's absolutely possible that she had no idea what he was up to. Oh, I, I agree with you, but I mean, yeah. there's, always, there's always the possibility that. You're right. There's absolutely the possibility. I think yeah. that the fact that she was out of town, all we talked about this last yeah. time, it's like, luckily for her, you know, yeah. she was out of town every time so that then or else because her hairs were found within. I mean, it's like how I what a betrayal, like not only. Oh. Your husband cheating on you, but then also your hairs are found at the crime scene, and you could be connected to it. Your husband cheating on you and being a murderer. Exactly. Okay, allegedly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I I, I totally mean that. Yes, but like just your hairs being found. Yeah. And, mean, and and with the with just the possibility of being implicated in your in your bad deeds is is awful. Yeah, I mean that's about that's a that's a physical connection to the crime. Like, yeah. it's I would want to. I'm I'm not into murder, but like that would be something. Yeah, you know, like, agreed. Agreed. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. All right. Well, listen. Um, I'll always have time for Mac. Um. Everyone should check out her podcast, Zone 7. Great name for a show. And I'm, I love that when she explained it. Um, I did and, too. Uh, go check out Zone 7. Mac, is uh, she's one of the good ones. And um, thank you for spending time with us today, Murder Chronicles Nation. Uh, Carolyn, anything for next week you want to tease? Yeah, I was thinking about, um, you know, the cult mom just got convicted. Mm. And I thought, you know, it might be good timing to review that case. Um, I had reviewed it before. Um, He hasn't been convicted. I reached out to the Rexburg, the Idaho police, basically, for an interview, but they're not doing any interviews until until he, Chad Daybell, his trial and all that's over. But what do you think? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, and then I have another one that I've been working on. 
where it's you'll never want to go hiking again. So I don't know. I was I hiking today. Don't I, want hiking for me. Oh, I know. What are you talking about. Okay. I know. I know. Well, consider, please. I know. Jesus Christ. Okay, right. now I think I want to do that one first. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I know. I I love hiking too. So, yeah. but it's like a definitely a very interesting case for sure. Okay. Well, we also want to remind our listeners um, that the Shadow Girls is live. So yes. please, it is discoverable. Um, we're starting from scratch with that uh, with that show, but the content is there and it's amazing. And we're going to be building off of that show in the very near future. So uh, <clears throat> please take a second, uh, go to Apple Podcasts, search The Shadow Girls, just click follow. So uh, you won't miss any of the new episodes of Carolyn's work when it comes out, because uh, a lot of really interesting stuff is gonna be coming down the pike very soon. And uh, we just want to make sure that um, that you don't miss any of it. So uh, until next week, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Please consider uh, <clears throat> supporting the great companies that support our show. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. Uh, and uh, stay safe out there. Carolyn, anything you'd like to add? Yeah, and for those of you who joined the Murder Chronicles fresh and you never had an opportunity to hear the Shadow Girls, basically it's a deep dive into the Green River Killer investigation um, from the perspective of a local, me, I grew up during that time period. Uh, I was a little kid uh, when they found the first victims in the Green River Killer. And so um, check it out. Definitely worth your time. Uh, we will see you next week, everybody. Stay safe. Thanks. The Murder Chronicles is a pie in the sky production recorded live in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. We are produced by Brandon Morgan and myself, music by Soundstripe. For Pie in the Sky Media, I'm Carolyn Osorio, your writer and host. Thanks for listening. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.